My name is Rufilo Sekhoi, and you're listening to The Breakthrough Sessions, a podcast for students created by a student. Because when you're in a bind, who better to assist than someone who's walked in your shoes? I am a movement, and I invite you. Whether you feel lost, broken, or pretty cool, all are invited, but there's a lot to do. So grab a drink and settle in. Let me help you find your breakthrough. Hello, hello, and welcome to season two of the Breakthrough Sessions, a podcast dedicated towards helping students overcome their failure and find their breakthrough. My name is Rifilo Sikhoi, and I'm the host of this podcast. And I'm so excited to be back once again for season two. This season, we're tackling failure, all types of failure that students face and how they overcome it. And I'm so delighted for you to be hearing from over 10 current and past students as they will be sharing their stories of overcoming failure over the next few episodes. I must admit, it has been a long time since I've been back, but in my hiatus, I have been gathering some amazing content and been recording some amazing episodes for you guys to check out. So I'm so excited I am bursting at the seams for what's to come. It's going to be a really great season, and I hope that you stick around for every single episode as you learn some life lessons to help you with any struggles that you're experiencing as a student in the hopes of helping you find your breakthrough. Just a little bit about me since I last dropped off. I have recently graduated uh, my honors degree and I started working at a prestigious firm at the beginning of this year in the hopes of also one day getting my designation for certified internal auditor. Then I will be a qualified internal auditor. That being said, I think I know what you must be thinking. She's not a student anymore, so is she even still relatable? To be honest, I think now that I'm on the other side of it, my passion for helping students has become even stronger because I know what it's like to have known struggle and overcome to a point where I've become a success story. So I really wanted to now, in this point in my life, show students that there really is an other side to what you're going through and that what you're going through does not define you and is not forever. And I think that allows me to also be open to learning from the students of this time and the current problems that you face as well. And then just trying to give you the information that you might need during this time of your life. And just learning or wanting to be open to learning, it makes me still a student. Because as they say, we are all students of life right because of that i've really been pumping into this my side hustle a lot more lately just to make sure that everything aligns with what i want for my listeners and just gathering the best type of guests information and making sure that the best type of advice is spread across this platform so yeah without further ado i think we should get into what this episode is about the first guest on my podcast for season two is Ms. Ntwanano Ngomani. 
a former University of Pretoria Accounting Sciences and CTA student, and now aspiring chartered accountant. Here's just a little bit more about who she is. As I mentioned, Antonano is a soon-to-be qualified CA, she's an aspiring career coach and a content creator. She was born and raised in Malamulele, a small town in Limpopo. She has always known that her passion lies in uplifting others through sharing of her journey, and that is what gave birth to her YouTube content creation career. She's passionate about career development, especially for aspiring chartered accountants. And outside of her professional career and interests, she's a down-to-earth girl who enjoys a good series and a good glass of wine. <laughs> Antonano had experienced her ups and downs in varsity, which you will soon hear in the episode. And just hearing her perspective on what she learned from that experience and how it just molded her into the person that she is today is nothing short of amazing. I learned so much just from the little bit that I got to know her and I hope that what she has to offer will also enlighten you and help you if you're experiencing something similar to this or if you may need a little bit of advice for someone else who might be going through something like this. I don't want to take up too much more time. I just want to delve into the episode. So without further ado, here is our conversation. Hi, Antoinano. How are you? Hi, Ophelia. I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for asking. Just for our listeners, would you mind sharing a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you grew up, do you have any passions or hobbies, um, what you studied, and what you're doing now? Um, so basically, Ntonano is a very small town girl. Um, grew up in deep, deep Limpopo. Um, in a very small township called Malamele. That's where I was born and bred. And I did my primary school there. Um, I did my high school as well at Ipikimunga. And yeah, I mean, you know, out of that, I went to tax and took on the big Johannesburg, basically. And I did my undergrad mm-hmm. and I can't um and yeah right through to my honors degree um which now i am completing my training with kpmg to qualify as a chartered accountant so basically i'm someone who's always been interested in mentoring and coaching to be honest and i think um that has been planted in me through my parents my parents are both teachers so they do a lot of you know coaching um teaching so i've, I've I've grown up in that kind of environment and it's it's literally embedded in me now. So that's where like all my social media engagement starts from. You know, it starts from sharing your journey and just coaching in a way that you can. I've also been involved in like normal, like professional coaching type of thing, mentoring. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, those are basically my interests, my passions and sort of where I want to take my social media career, if I can put it that way. <laughs> Wow, that's really beautiful. Um, really, really incredible story. And I love um, where your passion lies. I think mine kind of aligns or parallels with what you said. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really incredible. So let's actually go back to your varsity experience. Um, you mentioned that you study at Tux. Um, for those of our listeners who don't know where that is, at the University of Pretoria, and you studied your accounting sciences. So yeah. why did you study, why did you choose to study accounting sciences? So honestly, accounting science was sold to me by someone who, you know, came during our career 
exhibition at high school mm-hmm. and they were already a qualified PA and they looked good. They dressed good. Um, they looked at they had money, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I found out what that person did and I said, you know what, I want to be that person in the next five, ten years. So that's definitely what I'm going to do. So that's where basically my interest for accounting science was sparked. But I've always mm-hmm. been um, an overachiever in terms of academics and all of that. So getting into the accounting stream wasn't really a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, yeah, that's basically how I decided, you know, I'm going to do accounting. It's because of people who have who had went through the process and now they're presenting this image that I really wanted for myself. So, yeah, that's definitely why I did accounting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also did accounting once upon a time. <laughs> Didn't finish accounting. <laughs> um, for me, it was about um, I guess a, a little bit about what you said. Like they 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 look like they've got money, you know. Like they've got their lives together, and it it's it's such a proper profession. Um, for me, I think it was yeah. also more about like specializing. So I wanted to then specialize in forensics auditing. Uh, so I thought like accounting science was the way to go. Um, for me though, it took a, a turn in varsity because I just was so very. I think I realized I didn't have the passion for it. Um, like I yeah, enjoyed yeah. it, but I didn't have the passion for it because for me it was a it was a stepping stone. Whereas for other people it was the whole thing. If that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. It took a minute for me to be like, this is really not where I see myself being someday. And thankfully yeah. there was another way to pursue forensic auditing, which was through financial sciences, specializing in internal auditing, yeah. and then I could then do um, forensics afterwards. So that's what I ended up swapping over to and. Yeah, honestly, my life, my whole life changed after that for the better. So it's actually true what you what you're saying about you know having the passion for accounting because accounting is yeah. not it's not something you study because you know someone else tells you to do it or mm-hmm. you're studying it because your peers are studying it. Something you it's a personal journey. It's a, something that you should per, be personally invested in. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're not going to survive because it it really takes a lot more than just interest a lot more than just you know i can do accounting to actually complete the degree mm-hmm. you need to have some sort of very strong why you're doing it so yeah mm-hmm. i definitely agree yeah same hey definitely uh, so let's now unpack your varsity experience first year second year third year was i don't want to call it a breeze but it wasn't like where the struggle was at <laughs> the struggle came in for you in cta which is um yeah. the honors version of the um, accounting sciences and yeah can you just share a little bit more on that um in particular and what that was like just like you said um for me honestly first year i think first year wasn't difficult the only thing that was difficult mm. about first year is that adjustment from, mm. you know, high school and moving on to, you know, this new place that mm. um, is new and you just need to get get used to the living arrangement of staying at rest, um, not having your parents around, not having your support system around. So it wasn't really much of the technical modules that I was doing that was difficult. It was really just the adjusting. And once that was out of the way, I literally aced my first year. Um, I aced my, my second year as well. Um, so, yeah, first year, second year, third year, school tour breeze. Like, I'm bothered. I'm not even thinking about, oh, my God, <laughs> do I have the marks to write the exam or not. Like, I'm not bothered. You know, I'm just going mm. through it. Mm. And obviously, 
honors happened and <laughs> I did my first attempt in 2017 mm-hmm. and right from the beginning, from the first taste, um, I knew that no man, there's something different about this year. It's, it's going to need a whole lot more than a simple study method of mm-hmm. two hours a day. You know what I mean? So honors was very difficult for me and it was not even about the adjustment anymore because that had been done. It was about the technical work and if you've done accounting, you'd know that accounting builds up. So whatever you you do in first year, you're probably going to meet it again in honors and whatnot. So for me, the most difficult thing, I think, was really the content, especially financial management. That is the one module that I failed that caused me to fail that whole year. So, but I always say that, you know, honest is a mind game thing. If you, if you lose the battle in your mind, if you lose the fight in your mind, then there's nothing you can do in the physical that will get you over that, um, pass mark. Mm. So I, I, I think that's one of the pitfalls that, you know, got me that I, I lost the battle in my mind. I kept telling myself, this is too difficult. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Um, it's not working. But I just needed to change my perspective. I just needed to win the battle in my mind. First, I needed to tune my mind to think of the positive so we can win that war in my mind before we can go and implement in the physical. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it was definitely a mind game thing. And I I passed some tests. I failed most tests, (laughs) just like everyone else. (laughs) <laughs> and it so happened that at the end of the year, I failed my financial management. And quite interesting um, is that when we wrote that exam, I failed financial management. That's the only module I failed. And then my lecturer emailed me and he said, and so, no, no, you actually failed, but I want you to come and write the supplementary because you qualify. And I remember sitting on my bed in dress, crying, and I don't know what to do because I've never failed in my life. I've never failed a year. I've failed a test in between, but never a year. And, you know, I spoke to my parents and they said, listen, failure happens. This is a second chance. Go write this up and let's see what happens. Um, I go there, I write this up, and I can still feel that I'm already defeated in my mind. Like, I've studied so hard throughout the year to make this module and I still failed it. And I went in into the sub with that mentality that I've failed. Um, I don't think this can turn around now. So I wrote this up and I still failed the sub. <laughs> and my lecturer emailed me again and said, you know what, you're not far off. I think if I did a special um, supplementary, and you come right, you could literally pass this thing. And now think about it. It is the third attempt that I'm trying to pass this model. Um, I've already studied. I've already revised. I've already done everything that I could do. And they still want me to come in one more time. So I prepare and I, I go into that special sub. They call it a special sub. And we write the special sub, right? And I, I knew, I knew that this is final. I knew that, I mean, how many times do you get two attempts to pass a module at the end of the year? So we write the special sub and I still fail it. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm defeated. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. But at the same time, I must mention that my why didn't die with the failure. 
you know. I just knew that I'm tired of the studying, but I knew that I still wanted to get this honors degree and move forward with the CA career. And I think that that's one of the most important things is remembering why you started because I had an image in my mind of the person that I wanted to become and the, that person I was only going to attain through completing this degree. Mm. So the dream kept me going essentially. So yeah, that's basically how I failed my first attempt. And I went home that December. It, nothing was nice, you know, like I didn't mm. enjoy anything. I didn't enjoy the gatherings. I didn't enjoy the celebrations. I didn't enjoy Christmas. You know, when you wake up in the morning and the first thing you think about is, oh, I need to go back to honest next year. Mm. Um, so it wasn't nice. Um, and yeah, I didn't enjoy those holidays. But at the end of the day, I knew that I will go back and, you know, I will try again. And this time, I'm going to change my mind shift. Um, I'm going to change the way I'm thinking about it. And we'll see how it goes. So, yeah, that, that's basically how the first attempt was. Oh, wow. That was a story and a half. <laughs> Ew, I'm, just, I'm just thinking yeah. about the space that you were in when you were going through, like, the actual exam and then the sub and then the second attempt to the sub like you were you just emotionally and mentally you must have just been so broken wow but yeah. okay yeah. you touched a bit on december and then you said yeah december was rough and then obviously after december we get back into the new year and now you have to face this demon once again um how was your approach when you decided to attempt it again so it was a bit of a tug of war kind of thing, you know. Mm. Um, maybe what I should have mentioned earlier is that when I was doing this thing for the first time around July, mm. um, I met a girl from Tux. She was a Tux as well. She was doing the same program I'm doing. She was also in CCA. And we became friends because we literally have gone through a similar journey mm. and we had literally failed exactly the same thing so we became best of friends at that point and i'm saying this because it's relevant from my thought process now in the second attempt when i'm coming to do this thing for the second time so in january um i call her up and i'm like hey friend uh so what are we doing because she had also failed her first attempt as well and i'm like friend um are we going back are we changing institutions at that point i was thinking of leaving tax and enrolling with UNISA and also starting my articles at the same time. So a lot of things was going on that I had to make decisions for. So in January, I think, you know, when universities gives you a time period with which you can register, mm-hmm. um, I literally registered for my honors the second time on the day registrations were closing because that's how unsure I was that I want to do this as tax again. So um, my friend said to me, you know what, it's the same everywhere. Like, honest is difficult. It's difficult everywhere. It's not because of tax. Um, it's not because of the institution you're in. And it's just going to say that to everyone who's going through that, it's, it's not difficult because of where you are. It's difficult because it's the nature of the program. It's mm-hmm. refining you to be a much better CA, you know? So I took her advice and then I registered. And the one thing that was different for me this time is that, number one, I knew what was going to happen. I knew 
I had gone through the same year, if I can put it that way. So I knew I already had the notes. I already had the cross slides. I already had the tutorial questions, the memos, the past papers. I had written the prior exam. So in terms of the technical, I was already one step ahead. You know, I didn't have to, after every class, go home and make notes because I've already kept those from last year. So the one biggest change for me when I was now doing it for the second time was the change in mentality. That needed to happen because otherwise, if it doesn't happen, we're going to fall into the same cycle that we were in last year. So I needed to change my mindset. I need to say, you know what? Yes, I'm doing this thing for the second time, but this is the second and final time. I need to pass this thing. We can pass this thing. There are people who have passed this thing and you know i'm no i'm no different i'm no different from those people if they can do it i can do it so yeah i think the biggest thing for me was a change in mentality to be honest and that's why i'm a big advocate for winning the battle in your mind <laughs> before you can do anything with the physical so that that's the one thing that i've changed um when i was not repeating another thing was to get friends who you know were going through similar things because sometimes Yes, we have our support structures, we have our parents, we have our friends, our partners and whatnot. But if someone has never been through honest, they honestly do not understand what they're going through. Um, and in as much as much as they would want to understand, be supportive, it's always better speaking to someone who's going through the same thing or someone who has went through the same thing because they understand where you're coming from and they understand what you're trying to achieve. And where you're going. So having those people to stick to, to vent to, because there'll be a lot of venting that you'll need to do. Mm -hmm. um, maybe a little bit of crying here and there. But yeah, having that support structure is definitely important. Very, very true. Um, I agree on all fronts with everything that you mentioned. And I think it made the road to then um, achieving your, your and obtaining your CTA a lot easier. Um, I just want to know because, like you said, you're a person who's very, like, it's very important for you to have, like, a very strong mindset. I can also tell in how you tell your story. So I, I'm eager to know, like, when did you, or how did you rather overcome that trauma of, like, the failure that you had experienced? And how did you not let it hinder you when you had to do the CTA the second time around? I think the one way to get through anything is to admit that this has happened. And don't shy away from talking about it when you need to. Um, I know people who have done therapy sessions. You know, some people, not necessarily with a professional therapist, but someone who they can trust um, mm. and someone who would be objective. So for me, getting over that was me speaking to my dad. A little bit of background about my dad is that he failed a lot and not mm. just in college studies in his high school um he failed a lot and he still went through you know the schooling system and still became a professional that he wanted to become so he understood a lot about failure he understood a lot about what happens in your mind and what happens the way your mind changes the way you think when you fail and i'm, I'm so grateful because he was there through the whole ordeal the day I found out that I filled the special sub, he actually came to Pretoria and said, you know what, don't worry about it. Um, failure happens. We understand. We know that you didn't fail because you were playing. 
but it's difficult because this is difficult. And if something is difficult, then it's definitely worth having. That means you made the right decision. So overcoming failure is, for me, the biggest part is having someone to speak to, someone who will understand and not necessarily someone who will blame you. Because there's a lot of blame game that people play when someone has failed. Oh, you failed because you were playing. You parted too hard. You didn't focus on your studies. You, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that people do. But if you find somebody who is objective and if you know you failed because you were playing and parting too hard, be honest with yourself about it. Just say, you know what, I could have been more disciplined towards my studies. But if you're somebody who is disciplined and you still fail, then you you need to understand that failure is a part of is a part of life. Sometimes, no matter how much dedicated you are in something, it still you know doesn't happen at the time that you want it to happen. So for me, I think it was it was understanding that you know I didn't fail because I was playing or mm-hmm. I parted too hard or anything like that. I failed because failure is a part of life and it's a stepping stone. So that's what helped me accept my failure, and I think. Yeah, support structure is everything here, especially when you're in the low and you're in the pits. Support structure is definitely everything, especially with people who want to see you still attain your goals, people who are going to be objective uh, with you and be honest with you. So, yeah, definitely. And also, you need to accept for yourself that, yes, I failed, but it's not the end of the world. I still need to go back and try again. If I can add on to what you also mentioned about support structure the right kind of support structure is also important because it's you need yeah. to have the type of people who um i don't want to say think the same way as you because obviously then how would you grow <laughs> but like people who are positive thinking so that even during yeah. the worst of times they're able to lift you up not even by speaking but just by being there or just by knowing yeah. that they are there or for them to like be sitting there listening to you vent or cry or um, complain or laugh like they need to be there for all those moments and feel it with you and just know that like they're always there for you and that's always very important so having the right kind of support is also very very necessary speaking about the dynamics around support um, obviously that can also include friends and now in in your re- second attempt at CTA graduation season rolled around where you would have graduated as well how was that period like for you and yeah how did you kind of push yourself to keep going knowing that you were graduating with your peers and maybe even some of your friends it was it was painful it was a painful experience i don't want to lie Mm -hmm. the thing is when you start something it's not even academic it's just anything when you start you have an expectation that this thing will work out and by this time this it's gonna happen you know so i i had that preconceived mind that you know april may um i will be going and getting my my honors degree and it didn't happen and the day the day my peers and my friends graduated i remember we had a class that day and i went to campus to attend the class and all you see People in their gowns and their belts and nice outfits, taking photographs, um, you know, waving their degrees. It was painful. I do not want to lie. That was, it was a painful experience. But it's important that 
you know, you acknowledge that that is their season and it's not your season. Because you don't want to find yourself becoming a better person towards other people's achievements just because they got into their season a lot quicker than you did. So that's definitely one thing to keep in mind. It does not, however, take away what you're feeling. It doesn't take away the pain that you feel of not having achieved that achievement yourself. So yeah, it was, it was definitely painful. I don't want to lie. But, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, you get through it and you accept that it's just not the time. It's just not the season. Um, When your season comes, it will be so much sweeter than you thought it would be. And, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure when that time came and you got to graduate, it was such an amazing time for you. Like, you probably couldn't even remember what it felt like when other people graduated the year before because it was your season. It was your time to shine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the irony of it. That <laughs> when your time comes, you forget everything that's ever hurt you in your heart. And yeah. it's like, it's funny. Yeah. And I think looking back, actually, in hindsight now, is that it, it was actually a great thing that it didn't happen when I wanted it to happen. Mm. Um, because when it did happen, I was at a space in my life where I was now independent. I had started my training. Um, mm. You know, I could afford to go to like a makeup session, to get my own outfits, mm. to, you know, I had a car at that time. I could drive myself to grad and drive myself to celebrations afterwards. So I think... Yeah, I mean, like we want things to happen during our time, but mm. God always has a plan. God always has a perfect time where when you actually just sit down and look back, you're like, actually, it, it was so much better when it happened compared to when I wanted it to happen because at this time, um, I had so much going for me and it was so much good thing that it happened. So yeah, definitely my, my honest bed was so much sweeter and I think, yeah, it, it, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, that's beautiful. I'm glad that you got to have that time. And it happened um, when the time was ready for you, not necessarily when you were ready for the time. If that we're ready, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You know, I heard this quote once upon a time, and I was like, it's actually so true. I mean, you as a person could be ready for, let's say, for example, for graduation, so ready, so committed, you've done everything you've needed to do, like, you, you're you ready, you're mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, everything, you are ready, but the environment, the season isn't ready for you, and that's why exactly. things happen, like, you experience a failure, maybe you didn't expect the failure, and now, like, you have to redo the module, all those things, and then when that season becomes ready for you, it's so much more incredible that that other season yeah. that you thought you could have had doesn't even mean anything anymore. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. So it happens during the time when God wants it to happen okay. and everything has aligned. Lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fully agree. Okay. On that note, I think we're gonna move on to playing the game. Ooh. All right, Antonano. So the name of this game is called "We're Not Really Strangers" with a twist. It is a purpose-driven card game and movement all about empowering meaningful connections. There are three carefully crafted levels of questions and wildcards that allow you to deepen your existing relationships and create new ones. The first level is about perception. We all make assumptions about each other, but how often do we ever put them to the test? 
Level 1 allows you to see what first impression you give off and how well you read others. Donano, can you please pick a card between 3 and 5? Let's go with 3. Go 3. Mm-hmm. What is my favorite music genre and why? So, I'm thinking because technically I should be answering what my favorite music genre is. But now I'm like, let's twist it and actually let me try and see if I can figure out what your music genre is. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I want to say gospel, but I'll come back to that. Okay. But <laughs> I also feel like you listen to anything that's inspirational. So anything that moves you, anything that gets you excited, anything that has a story, that's what you go for. It doesn't necessarily need to just be like gospel because I feel like gospel is also pretty cliche. <laughs> I think, I think, I, if, yeah, I think if you're a Christian as well, which I'm assuming you are, then like we all have like our um, gospel elements. So we listen to a couple of music. So I don't know if someone is like wholeheartedly in and out. This is my favorite music. But like, I think for you, you listen to anything inspirational. And at the same time, I have a feeling you're going to like throw me completely off and say you love hip hop or something. And that's your favorite thing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let me hear your answer. <laughs> okay, so I'm definitely an R&B person. Um, okay. I love, I love R&B, especially like the 90s R&B, you know, like your, your back in the day Neo, your back in the Oof. day. Man, you know, the vibes. Yeah, and I was gonna say, remember Chris Chris Brown before his voice broke in, baby face Chris Brown. Oh, that was a okay. thing. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, okay, I yeah, see that. So, yeah, that's R and B definitely number one. Obviously, you know, like sing aside gospel because gospel is part of my spirituality. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, R and B is definitely my favorite. But I also do listen to a lot of other genres, like you said, music that speaks me that speaks mm-hmm. to my story mm-hmm. um music that makes sense you know i don't just want to yeah. be you know in there with the beats and the melody but i need <laughs> lyrics that <laughs> that actually tell something that actually means something especially something that i resonate with in my life mm, yes i definitely see that in you and in your personality i get that you listen to the deep music nice yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm going to pick card number four and that says, ooh, okay, make an assumption about me, both players. And this is a wild card. So I'll make an assumption about you, and then you make an assumption about me. And then you actually see if it's true. So I'll start and I'll say, I'll say that you have three siblings, and you are the oldest and the wisest of your siblings. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually have two other Oof. siblings, um, <laughs> and yes, I am the oldest, and Ooh. most probably the wildest, but I mean, I'm the oldest. <laughs> nice, nice. I was so close, so that's good. Okay, cool. Let's see if you can make an assumption about me. Um, I'm going to make an assumption that you are a coffee lover. Girl, like you live with me. <laughs> it's so bad especially this year now that i'm working from home and i think you actually started last uh, year when i was studying from home like coffee is like a couple of steps away um i drink it <laughs> oh, like i try okay i try not to go beyond like 
three cups a day, which coffee lovers oh. will then be like, that's not that bad. Like, people drink a lot of coffee. I've heard people who drink like five cups a day. So I'm like, I'm not bad. <laughs> but it's a bad habit. It's already uh, discolored my teeth like twice. I've had to go to the dentist for it. It's, it's a mess. So that's how I know like I drink a lot of coffee. Tea, not so much a fan, but I'm getting into that. I want to get more into that. But ish, I can't just abandon the good the good old Jacobs men. Ish, no. <laughs> you can't just switch. It's addictive. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, good assumption. Very good assumption. All right, let's move on then to level two. And level two is about connection. This level digs a bit deeper. A few rarely asked questions, but warning emotions may arise. Please pick a card between seven and nine. I'll go with eight. What is your heart telling you? Hmm. <laughs> you know, at this point in my life, I feel like my heart is telling me to live my life to the fullest. And I mean, yeah. I say that to say that live it to the fullest regardless of what other people think i just want to yeah. be i want to be so free to the point where nothing else matters except for what's important to me and i want it to yeah. show without me having to like open my mouth or without me having to like prove it to anyone i want it to show i want it to come off of me so right now i'm just in a time in my life where i really just want to live my life freely and fully um, and do whatever the hell i want to do um gosh i just there's just so many perceptions out there that people make about you or society about where you should be in that right now. And I'm just like, I just want to do whatever I want to do. Like, screw what y'all think. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that's really where I'm at right now. And it's been a running trend for a while now, especially in, in the pandemic, because, you know, um, life is so short and we, we've seen it. Yeah. So really, I don't have time to be like, being happy or waiting to be happy like in a couple of years time and waiting to get there i'm going to do everything my power to be happy right now so yeah that is actually yeah it's actually so profound you know because we waste a lot of time thinking oh i'm not happy enough or i don't mm. have the right equipment or mm. you know what what is this person gonna think um i don't have enough knowledge and whatnot mm. and we don't start the things that we really want to do mm. so that's really important yeah yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, okay, I am going to choose a number nine. And number nine says, what is a goal you plan on accomplishing this year? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should be revealing my plans. Um, <laughs> no pressure, um, girl. Uh, a goal that I definitely plan on accomplishing this year is something that is very, is very personal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I essentially am looking into getting a professional coaching qualification mm-hmm. um, because I really, really think coaching, mentoring, you know, being a bigger sister is where my my passion and my purpose lies mm. um and i know this because i've had i've had so i don't want to say revelation but i've had this constant communication in my heart that just says why are you not a coach why are you not mentoring mm. so i'm definitely looking into getting a professional coaching qualification by the end of the year but yeah we'll see how that goes mm. Uh, no, I definitely, 
see that for you just in the short time that we've gotten to speak i can see that you know you just have this you have this aura like i want to just ask you to solve my whole life for me (laughs) actually it's quite amazing so i definitely think it's something you should pursue but obviously don't um pressurize yourself as well it's something that when the time is right it will happen but i can definitely see that happening for you and yeah i wish you all the best thank you this is such it's so deep like that card was right eh? this is like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And on that note, we're going to move on to the last level, and it is all about reflection. Time to reflect. Questions are asked on past experiences. Please pick a card between 11 and 13. I'll go with 13. 13. When was the last time you felt most yourself? Wow. Wow. Yo, yo, okay. Um, I actually need to think about this. Um, it's ironic because I set up the questions, but I set them up a long time ago and then I forget, right? And then when it's asked again, I'm like, yo, okay, let me see. The last time I felt most myself, I feel like it's gonna come a bit cliche, will come off a bit cliche rather, but I feel like I am most myself when I'm doing things that are like pushing my side hustle. So a lot of what my side hustle stands for is all about helping students to overcome failure. And failure is like any type of failure, really. It doesn't need to be rooted in varsity experience or academic failure. But like just with the intention of finding their breakthrough. And every time I pump any energy into that, I just feel so much like, oh my gosh, I wish I could be doing this like for the rest of my life. And I think now also revealing a, a, a plan about myself is... I'm hoping that I could get to a place where this can be my full-time gig. Mm. So hopefully someday in the future, if you know the universe aligns and everything, like and God allows and everything is just where it needs to be, then I'm hoping that I'll be able to help students on a full-time basis. Because, and I'm sure you also know this, like students, we sometimes, well, when we were students, we could trap ourselves in a mentality of like we're on our own and no one gets what we're going through and it's it's such a lonely feeling to be like that and the worst part is that there's so many people who feel like that but not a lot of people are willing to share that and i just want to be almost like that 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 pillar of hope and support for students who are going through struggles to be like you can overcome and you can find a way to get through this and once you find your breakthrough it's gonna be such an incredible thing everything will align your life will yeah. become the best version that it could ever become and honestly the sky will be the limit but yeah i really feel like i am most myself when i'm pumping a lot of my energy into trying to grow my side hustle or preparing my side hustle planning my side hustle. yeah re- i get really excited yeah. when i <laughs> talk about it <laughs> I can tell. I can tell from the way you're talking and the way you like elaborating that this yeah. person is literally so passionate about, yeah. you know, providing some sort of solution to the problems that students face. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, students face a lot of problems and I did a poll on my Instagram the other day and a lot of them mm-hmm. were saying, I think my life would be so much better if I had someone to guide me regularly. And I mm-hmm. think yeah, like that is so missing for students. So definitely what you're doing is going to provide a real long-term solution. So yeah, big ups. Thank you. Thank you so much. That, that's that's so special. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to yeah. end it off with card number 11. 
and it says, what are you most grateful for in this current moment? Um, I'm grateful for options. Oof, yes. I'm grateful for options. And le- let me let me elaborate. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is mostly based on my professional career as a CA. Mm-hmm. I'm at a point where I'm deciding what am I going to do with my CA qualification. Um, seeing that I'm completing my articles by December of this year, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to say that when you're in the stream, there's so many opportunities. There is endless opportunities, and not only in South Africa across the world so mm-hmm. i'm definitely grateful for options you know there are people who go to school get their degrees get honest degrees and they just stay at home because there are no jobs mm-hmm. um there's the unemployment is so high in south africa and you know if you're not connected in a way or you're not lucky in a way you're literally just gonna stay home with your qualifications so i'm really really grateful at this point for options the option that so much options that I get confused with what I should do. You know what I mean? Should I go abroad? Should I go to the US? Should I go to the UK? Should I stay in South Africa? Should I work remotely? Should I work physically going into the office? Um, you know, there's so so many options. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that that's literally what I'm so grateful for in this season in my career that I get to choose. I get to tailor-make what my career is going to look like. And that's that's an opportunity that a lot of people don't have. And I'm so mm-hmm. grateful for it. That's another kind of freedom, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's flexibility is is everything, especially mm-hmm. when you're not growing and you're thinking of, you know, commitments, family mm-hmm. and whatnot. So yeah. flexibility is a big, real thing. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful answer, by the way. I haven't heard that one yet. Um, so yeah, I appreciate you for sharing that, and I just appreciate you for sharing everything and being so open. This was a really, really great episode. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. You are oh. such a good host. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Before we drop off, is there any social media that you'd like to share with any of our listeners so they can follow your story a, a bit more? They can follow me on Instagram at Ntwani underscore Ngomane. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also on YouTube um, at Ntwani Ngomane on YouTube. You can just search me there. Yeah. Cool. On LinkedIn as well. On LinkedIn yeah. as well, they can follow me at Ndona Nongomani. Not much really on Facebook and Twitter, but those three should be where you can find and follow my story. Okay, perfect. I'll also put your social media accounts in the show notes below so that our listeners can then also reach out to you through that. Um, all right. Thank you so, so much. Before we depart, I just want to ask you if there's any parting words that you'd like to share with our listeners for anyone who's struggling or has struggled with what you went through, just to help them find their breakthrough. Sure. Um, you know, I just want to say that you're not the first and you're not the last. And whatever challenge you're going through, know that there are millions other people who have went through the same. Um, and yes, circumstances are different and yours are different to other people's, but at the end of the day, the journey is the same. And 
you know those people have made it if you if you do follow people who are qualified and people who have trying who have um advanced in their careers and you listen to their stories you will see how difficult it has been and how people have um gotten over the challenges so you you're not the first and you won't be the last because there's so many other generations of people coming after you that are going to go through the same thing and i think one thing that's falling on us is what are we doing to make the thing easier for other people what are you doing in your personal capacity to make the journey a lot more bearable a lot more easier for the next person so yeah that's definitely my my parting words you're not the first you're not the last keep your head down remember your why and believe pray if you are a perfect person and keep working on your craft man keep working on your craft it will it will materialize and one day you will look back and you won't even remember the pain thank you very beautiful very true all right thank you so much this was great thank you so much for having me thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you learned some great insights and lessons that you can apply to your life please subscribe to this podcast rate and review this episode and do follow the breakthrough projects on instagram and facebook For any queries or potential topic requests, please send me an email on queries.breakthrough at gmail.com or feel free to hit me up on my socials and I'll be sure to get back to you swiftly. Thank you once again. Until next time. This is Rufilo signing out. Goodbye for now.